Hello, this is Jenny Bell from Clarington, Ohio, and I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Believe it or not, we originate right here in the Barbecue Hall... Barbecue... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City. And the barbecue capital of the North Coast, Cleveland, Ohio. Your program host, Greg Rippey. Happy to have you aboard. If tonight is your night, if you want to jump in on the show tonight via the phones or in lieu of the spoken word, the written word, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, a quarterly guest, somebody, as we look at jobs within this live fire industry and realm, it's got to be one of the top jobs that we all think we might want to have that we would aspire to, that if for whatever reason my first guest in the first interview segment should find his untimely demise or he got shit canned, we would be applying potentially for this job, all of us, right off the bat. It is the keeper of the flame, Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. He is, of course, in charge of doing all of the grill and cooker reviews for AmazingRibs.com. He is always being lavished with the best, the mediocre, and the worst of what the industry has. He put it through its paces, and then will unbiasedly rate them. So as you look through the internet and try and find some really good info and really good reviews on things, before you go out and spend your discretionary income, a lot of people in this industry are hitting up AmazingRibs.com, certainly that portion as well, heavily trafficked. We got some new things to talk about. The best new products of 2019 with Max, of course, we'll be focusing more on the cooker side of things versus the gadgets and so forth. So you're looking forward to that here in about 11 minutes from now. Then 35 past the hour, a little bit of a late book, had somebody drop out. Luckily, just by happenstance, he text messaged me last night and said, hey, if you got a dropout, if you're looking for anybody, would love to come on. Got some things to talk about. I think. In 2019, he was forced. Uh, he was supposed to be a quarterly guest, and I have perhaps let it fall through the cracks. Just missing it, of course. Or we can say we're going very late on quarters here. 
It is the very first in the country ever, the very first full-time barbecue editor for Texas Monthly. Well, anywhere in the country, but working for Texas Monthly, that is Daniel Vaughn, the barbecue snob, tmbbq.com, his website that he's keeping up all the time for Texas Monthly. And we have three or four hot items to talk about, not the least of which is a book which that he appears to have co-authored with Sam Jones from Sam Jones Barbecue. If you know Sam, if you've ever heard of a little place called the Skylight Inn down the Carolina Way, Sam Jones, part of that lineage, has that pitmaster background, has split away from Skylight, gone into his own business with the Sam Jones Barbecue. But now they have a pen to book together, so we'll be talking about that. We'll also be talking maybe, maybe not about what the 2019 look of the Barbecue Hall of Fame might have in store. We'll also be talking about the latest top 25 new barbecue joints and take lots of stuff to talk about. That's Daniel Vaughn in about a half hour from now. Then we will turn to the second hour, and we have a jam-packed second hour as well. In that first interview segment in the, segment in the second hour, we'll be talking with longtime show sponsor Ted Conrad from Fireboard. But we will stack Ted Conrad. I will see your Ted Conrad and raise you a Joe Phillips from Yoder Smoker together. We're all going to sit around the table at the end of last week. There was a big announcement through Yoder and Fireboard about a new product, kind of a, a new coalition of the willing, if you will. A little business agreement there between Yoder and Fireboard, one doing something for the other, one helping bring a level of technology to the cooker that it didn't have before, but in a way that the cooker manufacturer wanted to bring it to the market. So we'll talk with Joe Phillips from Yoder and Ted Conrad from Fireboard to see how that relationship started, where the interest started to fire off, and how they were actually put it together, leading to that announcement at the end of last week. So we're on the tail end of that as far as a news break is concerned, but we'll be able to look a little bit more in-depth with the two highest people that I can think of uh, from their respective companies. So uh, Joe is a co-owner, uh, uh, co-owner, co-founder of Yoder, and uh, Ted Conrad, obviously, uh, one of the founders over there at Fireboard as well. And then we will close the show out this evening with a first-time guest. His name is Chef J- Jason Morse, and he is the barbecue and grilling expert for Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware has a very large national project going on this week called Barbecue Fest, hashtag BBQ Fest. And if you are around one of the 3,300 participating Ace Hardware stores this weekend, they're going to be cooking out. They're going to be demoing products. There's probably going to be great deals and food and all those other stuff. So if you are lucky enough to be around an Ace Hardware store that is participating in this event, you're certainly going to enjoy the food and the demo stuff, but there's got to be, uh, there's got to be some great deals for you to have. And of course, the Centralites love deals. Checking in with John Dawson here, and of course, Andrew. Wait a second. Of course, we got some breaking news here. Central Show exclusive news. As I am prone to do every once in a while, we call it the Rempy Isms Alert. It's not to review objectively. It's to review unbiasedly. John, leave me alone. Of course I meant unbiasedly. Without bias. That is, uh, uh, isn't that objectively? 
right? Unbiased reviews from, look at it from an objective, uh, objective, not a uh, oh, flippity flu, subjective, right? Subjective is what I think. You think you got an A on that paper, but I think you got an F subjective. It's subjective. Whatever. We continue on. That's what you have to look forward to this evening. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook, which is where some of you are watching the show. If you want to drop in and take part in the instant chat that I actually monitor, head on over to the YouTube Live page. Go to my website, Wabe website, then click on the YouTube Live block right up there at the top, and you can join such luminaries as Yin's Love Barbecue, The Cookout Coach, Smoking Joe's Barbecue Pit, Gregory Velasquez, John Dawson, Stex Doug, just to name a few, John Solberg, luminaries, I'm telling you. Email from Steve. In Pittsburgh, Greg, I am following Girls Can Grill, Malcolm Reed, Dr. Barbecue, Chris Lilly, Chris Grove, and that tool Mikey from Man Meat Barbecue on Instagram. And I see they're in Worcester, Ohio at Certified Angus Beef for some kind of barbecue summit. I assume you declined the invite or maybe Worcester is too far from Cleveland. Looks like a great time and something you could probably cover with your Rempy remote gear like you did for that NBBQA thing last year. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Best regards. Steve from the city of the winning football team. Steve, I'm going to take issue with that going forward. We'll see who the winning football team is going forward, my friend. And I use that term loosely. Uh, To answer your question, I too am following all those people on Instagram. But don't assume that I declined the the invite. Hard to decline what thou does not receive. And Worcester is not. Andrew, you are not. Not. Worcester is not that far away from Cleveland. In fact, I have two or three pretty big accounts in my day job that are around Worcester or some of the surrounding areas. And from my doorstep to Worcester is exactly 60 minutes. Exactly 60 minutes south and just a little bit due east. So once again. Didn't decline the invite. Didn't get the invite. And uh, from the looks of it, you either need to be a really big name, which I'm not, or you need to have a really big social following, which I don't. But look, unlike some people, I'm not going to go out and buy my followers. I'm not saying anybody in particular. But I think if you go through some of those people that I might have just mentioned right off the top as I was reading that email, okay, Some of those are bought. These are things you got to look into. Not all of them. Some of them are doing it the right way. You would see those people. They show up on my show. Steve didn't get the invite. Sorry. Maybe next time I will rate an hour away. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills before we get to Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. Talk to you about them each and every week. If you have a charcoal cooker, if you've been thinking about getting into the pellet game or adding something to the arsenal, I mean, I'm a full and firm believer of having multiple cookers because it lends itself 
to a number of different situations. You can have a charcoal cooker, a couple pellet cookers, the stick burner. Have them all, and then you can pick which ones you want. Now, from a pellet point of view, what's more convenient than filling up a pellet hopper with pellets, picking a temperature, hitting go, and then you're done? Just make sure that thing's full of pellets. Put on your products, whatever you like. Maybe you're doing some ribs or some pork butts or chicken. You can do all of them. As long as that thing's full of pellets, plug it in, start it up. It will just run and run and run. Clean it out again every now and again. A couple different lines for you to choose from on the Green Mountain Grill side. The Prime, which is just recently out. A little bit more robust of a chassis. Built to last, as they say. Got a peeper window in the main cooking chamber. Also one on the side there for the pellet hopper. Got a vacuum extension attachment all running on the 12-volt technology that the shortest and smallest one, the Davy Crockett, was originally founded on. Now spacing all the way through the Prime line, the Jim Bowie, the Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett, as I had mentioned before. Davy Crockett is really good if you're into those tailgates or you're really on the go. You want to bring pellet-fired, wood-smoked goodness with you, but in a travel size. And if you don't have access to that power outlet, no need to worry. Just plug it right into the 12-volt in your car away you go the website is greenmountaingrills.com when you are there not only can you search the products you can look at all the other accessories that they have rubs and sauces and hooks and mitts and all that greenmountaingrills.com that's greenmountaingrills.com longtime supporter and sponsor of this show which we appreciate and we are back with Max Good from amazingribs.com stick around be right back Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils, all of Butcher Barbecue products have been tested on the competition circuit as well as in the backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood. Visit ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. Joining me now in a quarterly report and the newly released <coughs> 2019 AmazingRibs.com best new products list as we will get into here. Good friend of this show, Max Good. Max, how are you, buddy? Hey, doing all right. Great to see you again, Greg. Good to see you, Max. I said quarterly. I know we're a little off of that, but we'll get back on track here as the year progresses. Or, as usually happens, I will be seen as a liar. (laughs) Scheduling uh, issues continue to run abound, but we will certainly do our best to stay on task here, Max. So uh, let's go ahead first because we have uh, quite a little bit of a list to get through, so I want to make sure that we spend, uh, you know, not an incredible amount of time on each one, but tease it properly so we could advance people over to AmazingRibs.com to really get into the nuts and bolts of these cookers after you give us some evaluation. Now, to keep us on track tonight, Max, here's what I've done. If you or I seem to be getting a little long in the tooth, all Mm. of a sudden you're going to hear this. 
Now, you probably recognize that as like a horn that uh, sounded when a goal happens in Titletown, right? <laughs> oh, wait, that's uh, Detroit. Where's uh, Chicago? You used to have a hockey team in Chicago, right? Oh, yes, we the do. Blackhawks? Yep. Yeah, so uh, there we go. So if, if, uh, if you think I am going on and on, hold your hand up and I'll ring myself. I fear I'm going to be the guilty party well, as usual. You, you never know. You never know. Just don't be <laughs> uh, don't be shy. Just hold your hand up if I'm running a little long. I'm always happy to uh, self punish, if you will. <laughs> All right. So 2019 best new products. Let's quickly go over how the list is generated and the areas and or segments that it covers. Well, this was a new thing. We haven't done it before, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, just came about uh, kind of spontaneously, if you will. And so we just, uh, all of us looked back over products that we had tested and reviewed over the past year plus, you know, 2018 rolling up into the beginning of 2019. And, um, of course, we have tested and reviewed some products we didn't like, so those were automatically eliminated. Mm. Uh, but each one of us, you know, like Bill, who does our thermometer reviews, he immediately started thinking about well, this one and that one. And, oh, those are pretty nice. And, uh, you know, Clint had been working on some tools and and he went back over some other reviews that uh, that have been up for a little while. And then, of course, little old me, I had a, a <laughs> bunch of uh, products and, and a couple of the ones that made it to the list uh, we've talked about already. Um, and one was actually tested and reviewed by Meathead. Another one was tested and reviewed by our editor, the famous Dave Drockham. Mm-hmm. So when you are, mm, so this isn't in lieu of any of the like the gold awards or the the silver awards, or this is just something uh, to supplement. To a right, it's person. not really an award. Well, I, mean, I guess you could say it's an award, but it's not um, like the gold medals. Um, once you get those, unless your product goes down the tubes for some reason, I can't even think of an occasion where that has happened. It's more likely where we give a lower rating to a product and then the manufacturer may respond to some of our criticisms and correct it, in which case we'll upgrade it. Uh, another new thing though is we came up with the creme de la creme. Gold medal wasn't good enough for Meathead. No. We have now our Platinum Awards, oh, platinum. which uh, we have decided uh, would be for products that perennially we think are outstanding. Um, the best new products will change every year, though the medals remain okay. unless, as I said, uh, disaster happens. Got it. Uh, so, uh, so, I mean, you have to make sure that you are – constantly going back to these platinum items to make sure that they haven't taken a leap over the fence though correct oh this is true yes and um there are products that we think are special and uh you know there's probably many other that could have been uplifted to a platinum award and we we may be looking at them throughout the year all right maxco joining me here on the show amazingribs.com is the website of course he is the grill and cooker reviewer over there or as we know him the keeper of the flame Let's go ahead and start getting into the list here. The first thing that I have up here from a grill and cooker standpoint is the Char Griller Grillin Pro Gas Grill Review or uh, Gas Grill. And I think as we had talked about, we this might have been one that we had mentioned before. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not 
down on Char Griller, but I mean, I think if you go back through the archives of this show, I certainly have been a little bit more than uh, abrupt with some of my thoughts and reviews on their products. But I mean, I think they've earned that to a certain degree, but this one seems to step out of the mold of, you know, cheap and crappy, if you will. Well, it is cheap, and that's why I like it, and that's why I made this list. Uh, and I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of Char Griller products, but they do make a couple things. Like they're Acorn Kamado for the price. I mean, they're, they're getting some, some competition now from Pit Boss in particular. And um, everybody and their brother wants to get on on pallet smokers and Kamados. But for a long time, there was nothing in that price range except the Char Griller Acorn. Uh, and, um, yeah, they make some other good, their, their covers are pretty good and inexpensive as well. But this, uh, Grillin Pro has been around for a long time. And that's one of those things since I'm not a big char griller guy, uh, that I would walk past it at Home Depot and go poo poo. That can't be any good. But I'd been hearing some rumblings about, uh, that it had, that it was pretty powerful, mm-hmm. And I read a couple other reviews from reputable folks uh, stating the same. And uh, coincidentally, right about the same time, one of their somebody affiliated working with them with PR or something um, contacted me and and wanted me to review. I think they wanted me to review um, another new Kamado they were coming up with. And I said, uh, "Well, I'm not as interested in that, but I am interested in your Grillin Pro." And uh, they sent it to me, and lo and behold, it's uh, got some. It's got some power, man. That thing can get way over 800 degrees wow. with just those three uh, main burners. And uh, a thing about gas grills is that they oftentimes have a limited range. They don't go down as low as you'd like them to go, and they don't go up as hot as you'd like them to go. That's really rather typical, particularly in the low and moderate price ranges. Um, so to get something like this, it's 200 bucks hmm. that you can really do some serious searing with this uh, caught my eye in a big way. Uh, now it's not built to last. You got to be realistic about it. Uh, but you know, there's it's one. I call it a disposable grill. I think there's a lot of people that just want to buy an inexpensive gas grill. Uh, they don't do a lot of fancy cooking on it. Maybe, maybe they do, but maybe they don't. Um, but they also don't like to clean it. They don't like to maintain it. Mm. And if you don't do that, you could spend a gazillion bucks on a grill. And if you don't take care of it, it's not going <laughs> to perform or last the way you had hoped. Uh, so this is for the disposable grill crowd. I would recommend it for somebody who only wants to spend a couple hundred bucks. Just be careful. It, just keep it in mind. It's super powered. But if you ever want to do something like make fajitas or grill shrimp or something real high temperature, you're not going to find anything else in this price range mm. that gives you that kind of pure searing power. Um, you know, and sear your brains out for a few years. Once it's <laughs> rusting out and all gunked up, go buy another one. <laughs> That's right. All right. So uh, for a couple hundred bucks, you got a, a searing machine, no doubt the Char Griller Grillin' Pro gas grill. Uh, the other one, uh, I have one in my backyard. I've seen them kind of starting to float around is the new Weber Genesis 2, the uh, E335. It's three burners. It's got that little extra helper burner in between the middle and the right side. Uh, it's got a uh, optional side burner. Uh, I love it. Uh, I had a Fervor Icon uh, 350 
that was uh, gifted to me by one of the the higher end guys there at uh, El El Fresco Living um, when we were down in where the hell were we that year for uh, the show that landed for that HPB Expo. And uh, so he came over and we set the grill up and it looked good and but I just just didn't uh, do it for me and I found myself wanting to go back to the Weber because I had had a Weber for 10 11 years prior to that and uh, now we have the Weber Genesis 2 which I know had fixed some things that you weren't too keen on in the last version so uh, this is definitely one that is back on the uh, the top list here of 2019 Yes I definitely agree with you I really like this one a lot uh, when they came up with the Genesis 2 in 2017, uh, we and others were rather disappointed. And I think Weber uh, uh, corrected their course here pretty quick. Uh, this is an all-new line. Um, they, they still call it Genesis 2. We call it Genesis 2 2.0. Mm. It's um, vastly improved from the original rollout of the new Genesis 2. And, yeah, I mean – occasionally we hear from somebody who goes, ah, you guys always recommend Weber, and uh, with the exception of that last rollout of the Genesis 2. Yeah, but what's uh, that tell you, right? I mean, if you can't just be a Weber shill if you are critical at some point. I mean, that's just telling it like it is. Well, you know, if, if, they, if we had loved the last version of it, we would have said so, but we didn't, and we said so. Right. And, uh, but now they're back in business, and um, I guess my point was getting to be that most people who buy Weber continue they they have brand loyalty for a lot of reasons not only because they consistently make good products and you know the consensus is that but they also give you fantastic customer support uh you know their motto is Weber for life and they try to earn that every year I think but we do occasionally get people who don't like them. I mean, I don't think that there is any one thing in the whole world throughout history of humanity that every single person has loved, but Weber does a pretty dang good job. Uh, Max, the next one, probably a little higher in the uh, echelon of disposable income (laughs) is that Heston Outdoor Gas Grill. I mean, if if people aren't familiar with just Google image Heston Grill, H-E-S-T-A-N. I saw these at that same outdoor show that I was talking about when we were down there in Atlanta for the first time, and they're just absolute pieces of art. I almost put it in the same vein of uh, getting a Porsche 911 or some type of a Ferrari. Love to look at it. Would really hate to actually take it out and use it because I wouldn't want to do anything wrong to it. (laughs) Well, you you know, they are pretty, but they're not just to look at. Right, to use for sure. Just just like you and I, Greg. Of course. you You got to use us too, Max. That's right. Use us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Keep us going. Damn it. But yeah, they have some unusual shapes and some uh, really attractive uh, bright colors that are eye-popping. But, you know, they do deliver the goods too. Uh, Really super quality craftsmanship. Um very, a great deal of versatility. We we love the unusual uh, rotisserie setup they have. You know, in a gas grill, rotisserie will often have a infrared back burner mm-hmm. at the back. Well, Heston has a unique design where that burner is above where the rotisserie spit would go. And it oh. also has an adjustable warming rack that you can slide out and slide back in at different levels. And uh, that is right underneath that uh, overhead burner, so it acts like a broiler. 
Um, it's a beautiful piece of equipment. They make a lot of stuff. And I have this thought that, you know, I'm, we're always belly aching about we wish that gas grill manufacturers would come up with thermostatically controlled gas grills. Right. I wonder if they might be the first to do it because hmm. they have a the lot of technology in place. They're a huge company. Not only are they making outdoor equipment, but they make a lot of indoor stuff that's also beautiful, not only for residential, but for commercial use. They make big commercial uh, equipment as well. So these guys are on the move. They've already got a lot of um, Wi-Fi controlled kitchen stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they have their... Um, their smart pan that uh, you get an app like you got with your pellet smokers now and it, it you it'll guide you through a recipe right there in your kitchen and it'll control the heat on the pan and all kinds of cool stuff like that so uh you know many of these gas grill manufacturers i oh you you mentioned the hpv expo which i go to every year and i'm always saying so when's it coming when's it coming coming and they're uh, we're, we're working on it i i know they Everybody would like to be the first. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, if Heston does it, um, it's not going to be cheap. <laughs> but it would be great to see at some point uh, Weber or or Charbroil or whoever you know come in with something more affordable that everybody could have. Um, once once you start using pellet smokers and you get used to that ease of use, where you just set the temperature and walk away. Uh, you know, it's it spoils you. You, you love it. And uh, it's, it would be great to have it on a gas grill as well. I know it's going to happen, Greg. We'll see when it does. Uh, the last one that I want to ask you about here, because I'm sure we're going to be running out of time, is the Slow and Sear Deluxe Kamado. And you had kind of referenced Kamados in general a little bit earlier. I've been seeing a large influx of what appear to be kind of, let's say, no-name brand Kamados, uh, not a Big Green Egg, not a Kamado Joe, or some of the ones that have that name brand recognition to it. So tell me a little bit about the Slow and Sear Deluxe Kamado and what this separates. Well, it is it is very different, and uh, people who come to AmazingRibs.com regularly probably know that the Slow and Sear uh, is a optional uh item that can, was made initially to go into a Weber kettle, charcoal burning kettle. And it's, it's like those little trays that come with uh, Weber's and Napoleon kettles where you can uh, fill the, these, these little half moon shaped uh, containers with charcoal and push them off the side so you have uh, indirect zone in the middle of the round cooking surface and, and heat coming up from both sides. But the slow and sear is one large funnel shaped charcoal bin uh, and it also has an inserted water reservoir uh, for humidity and can act to some degree as a barrier between the hot uh, red hot coal and the other side that you want to have at more moderate temperature well it works really great on uh, round charcoal grills most of them at any rate and uh, but it will not fit in standard Kamados. Hmm. So the company Adrenaline Barbecue uh, had to design their own Kamado that's specifically made for this. And it is very unique and it works very well. I did a reverse sear last night and the steaks came out fantastic. Uh, it's it place instead of the charcoal being down at the bottom of the Kamado, it places it up high off to one side. Huh. And it, that isolates the heat 
So the whole model doesn't heat up. When you have a big pile of charcoal at the bottom, uh, it's going to heat up the walls in the dome eventually. Now, of course, we know there are dividers where you can set something off to the side, but it's still generally at the bottom there. Right. This having it off the side, it really keeps the bottom and the opposite side and, and the opposite side dome at a more moderate temperature. Uh, it really provides that two-zone separation. And then when you are ready to sear, you have that red-hot charcoal right up uh, under the cooking surface because it's, you know, it, as, again, it's a funnel shape, and it, and it goes pretty much all the way up to uh, the grill grate area. So you actually have to make sure you, unless you're a real heat fiend, you have to make sure that you don't have that red-hot charcoal f filling it to the brim or you might you might get too much of a good thing. What kind of a price point are we looking at here, and does it come with the nest and some side tables and whatnot? It comes with a lot of good stuff, but yeah, it is. It's about sixteen hundred bucks. This is a new item. We'll see what happens with it. Um, but it does come with a lot of goodies. It comes with a solid stainless steel nest, which is nice. Four legs. Um, it has side shelves. No tool hooks. I'm kind of surprised. Um, it comes with a interesting, it's half moon shaped drip pan that you can put on the indirect side at the bottom. Uh, and of course, as a drip pan, you might be cooking uh, on the main surface, you might be cooking ribs or pork butter, or whatever, and it's going to drip down on there. Right. But it also comes with a rack that fits in the drip pan. So let's say you want to do a roast. Now you've got that lifted up off the drip pan surface itself. You're catching the drippings for gravy and what have you. And if you want to, you can take that same drip pan and throw it right over the red hot coal and use it as a griddle. Mm. It also comes with an extender grate for extending capacity. Nice. Uh, so that mm. is the Slow and Sear Kamado grill around 1600 bucks or so. For a complete list, because there are other gadgets and so forth, Go to AmazingRibs.com, and I'm sure there's a link right there to the 2019 AmazingRibs.com best new products. In the meantime, oh, let's say around every quarter or so, you will see this guy right here, the keeper of the flame, Max Good from AmazingRibs.com on the Barbecue Central Show. Max, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, Mr. Rempe. You got it. There he is. That is Max Good from Amazing Ribs. There we go. From AmazingRibs.com. Uh, some of those we had gone over in the past, but they are well worth the re-mention, especially looks like some of you guys might be in the market for new grills of some kind of sort. And I say, hey, always have more than one. Have many. Many is good. That is good. Okay, folks, for those of you that are interested in the business of barbecue. Let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and barbecue, then I'll tell you why I'm talking about the business aspect. First of all, Southside was established in 1882, one of the oldest or the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. They offer premium Central Texas barbecue products, slow smoked over real wood, shipping, distributing, manufacturing sausages for companies across the U.S. From food trucks to multi-chain restaurants, Southside Sausage can be on your menu, too. That's why I'm talking about business of barbecue. If you have a food truck, if you have a restaurant, if you're going to do a pop-up, 
you can get some great Southside Market sausage to complement what you're going to be doing already. All the meats are processed in the on-site USDA inspected facility. They're a trusted partner with a focus on quality and authenticity. Wholesale options are available. They ship nationwide via FedEx or through food service distributions like Cisco, U.S. Foods, or Martin Foods. Co-packaging capable from research and development to package completion. They can follow your recipe or help you develop something brand new. They also have private label opportunities if you're interested in doing that. Go to the website, southsidemarket.com, for more information. And while you're there, pitching all of the great items into your cart. As you check out, you can save 10% off the entire order, not just one time, but all the times you visit. 10% when you use code BBQ Central, all one word, lowercase. That's BBQ C E N T R A L, BBQ Central. You get 10% off the entire online order. Good for you, podcast listeners. And live. Let's do it live. We do it live. We'll do it live. Okay. 10% off with BBQ Central. We are back with the barbecue snob. Right after this, stick around. Be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back. Trying to make sure I get a kind of picture there at DV up. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com as well. Whatever's easiest for you. My next guest is the very first full-time barbecue editor for a magazine in the country. You also see him on this show from time to time, giving his thoughts on the world of barbecue and more. Tonight we're chatting a bit about a new book coming out May 7th entitled Whole Hog Barbecue, the Gospel of Carolina Barbecue, with recipes from Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue. Let's head to the Fogo Charcoal Hotline and welcome back. The barbecue editor for Texas Monthly Magazine, friend of this show, Daniel Vaughn. Daniel, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you, Greg? Absolutely fabulous, Daniel. Appreciate you making time for the show here. A couple different ways that we are going to head this evening here. Uh, first and foremost, what do you know about the uh, Certified Angus Beef Barbecue Summit? Isn't that something that you went to? Let me step back here because it are you, might are you, ta- are you talking about the certified angus beef barbecue summit that's in my hometown of worcester ohio yes worcester uh let me back out just for a second because it seems like i'm maybe coming out of nowhere but i got an email from a listener at the top of the show saying hey i'm following you know a handful of luminaries in the barbecue world and they're all down in worcester at the certified Angus beef, did you decline an invite or, you know, is Worcester too far from Cleveland? And I said, well, geez, it's hard to decline something that you don't get. And no, Worcester is exactly one hour from my house. So is this something well, that you had Greg, it, went it to? Seems, it seems that you and I are not luminaries this year. What? How can this be? Daniel, I don't know. I don't want to talk for you, but I seem to be working harder than ever. There's got to be a reward at the end here, right? <laughs> Yeah, you'd think so. I'm getting a bit of FOMO just uh, going through the Instagram feed, um, looking at uh, looking at all my buddies who are hanging out in Ohio, eating all kinds of good beef, making sausages. Maybe next year. Maybe next year, Greg. What's the experience like? I mean, I've never been. It's been a couple years since you've been there. But like, what do they change it up? Is it kind of the same every time? 
Yeah, well, uh, actually, the year that I went, uh, we tasted quite a few different cuts uh, all done in a smoker. So it was basically like, instead of just feeding brisket or beef ribs, uh, I mean, they smoked like a whole chuck. They were uh, they were smoking some extreme wet-aged beef as well. Um, I actually stopped in there one other time, just kind of on my own while I was back at home visiting family. Mm-hmm. And... We tried a, uh, a six-month-old brisket, one that had been sitting in plastic in cryovac for six months, wow. and they uh, they smoked it up to see what that extreme wet aging did to the brisket, and if it improved its tenderness or anything. It may have improved its tenderness a bit, but not enough to overcome, uh, I guess, what it did to the flavor, <laughs> which is, was not positive. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, Daniel Vaughn yeah. joining me here on the show. All right, so let me ask you this as we uh, kind of put a bow on the certified Angus beef thing. Because there's a number of people that have been on this show that are, you know, within a 60-minute radius of my house, should I start a new show banning rule where if you come into <laughs> Cleveland, even if you're headed out of the metro area and you don't message me at a minimum to say hi, that you are instantaneously banned from the show for life? And I understand that might seem a little severe, but let's lay this out. For example. A Daniel Vaughn comes to Cleveland once a year, twice a year. You got, as you had mentioned, family ties back in the Worcester area. But not only do you hit me up when you're in Cleveland proper, but typically you're hitting me up a week or two in advance at a minimum just to say, hey, I'm going to be jammed up when I'm in town, but I just wanted to let you know I was going to be in, say hi, blah, blah, blah. It's the courtesy of letting me know that you're on my turf. Is that an unreasonable expectation? I certainly don't think so. Of course. Uh, and yeah, we share a great meal at Larder there in Cleveland. Yes. Uh, one of the one of the best new restaurants in, in the country, I believe. That's right. It's courtesy. That's all I'm asking. All right, Daniel, let's talk well, about and, and I would I would think, you know, I might surmise here that uh, certified Angus beef, I mean, you know, maybe this is just all in payback for the fact that I co authored a book on whole hog barbecue mm, that's coming out. So, I see. Well uh, it's all about the pig here. We dovetail nicely as you are talking about this book called Whole Hog Barbecue, the Gospel of Carolina Barbecue with recipes from Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue. It's going to be released May 7th, so uh, about a week or so away from getting the book actually dropped. I don't know if you knew this or not, Daniel, but it is currently ranked number one of new releases in the potato cooking section. On Amazon. I don't well, that's, we, we, we were looking for the potato lovers out there. So <laughs> Mission accomplished. There is definitely, there's a potato salad recipe in there, and it's a doozy. So let's talk about the book. I mean, I, I know in the beginning you were a blogger. You like to uh, track down the exploits, obviously, with the job that you currently have writing there as well. But uh, putting a book together with Sam Jones, how does that come about? And uh, I guess it comes as no surprise if you're co-writing with him this is going to have to do with the traditional whole hog type barbecue. Yeah, that's right. It really started with a visit to Skylight Inn. This is back before uh, Sam Jones Barbecue existed. So Sam, uh, he's the third generation in his family, the Jones family there in Aden, North Carolina. Uh, Skylight Inn is a legendary place. It's been around since 1947, and they do uh, Eastern North Carolina-style whole hog barbecue. And I came in for a visit, um, and I went back to the pit room hoping to find Sam back there and he was actually he was about uh he was about hip deep in a trench that he was digging trying to find a water leak um in an irrigation system back in the back of the property so he uh he kind of does it all there he's also the fire chief in Aiden so 
he's uh, he's in charge of putting out the fires and building them. So, do you approach him about putting a book together? Like, how does the actual uh, system come in place? Yeah, uh, well, it was actually my my book agent. So David Hale Smith, he was, he's been my agent on a couple of projects and, um, you know, Sam tells such great stories and I was really just sitting around at big apple barbecue one year up in New York. It's like, we really, this guy, I mean, we really got to write a book with this guy. He tells such great stories and that's really how it came about. And it was years, uh, literally years of, um, just hanging out with Sam at different events, um, going to North Carolina, doing interviews with him and his family, uh, collecting all those interviews, transcribing them all, and then uh, putting them down together in, in a way that we could tell a good story and tell people uh, how to cook a whole hog. So, I mean, the book's really broken up in between telling that that uh, long family history of uh, the barbecue traditions and uh, what is Eastern North Carolina-style barbecue, uh, how did Sam come to then open his own place, Sam Jones Barbecue, just 10 minutes away from the original. Uh, and then but the bulk of the, like, I guess the centerpiece of the book is about 25 pages on everything from building, everything you need to know to cook a whole hog in your backyard. So that is uh, building a burn barrel, um, getting a pallet of concrete blocks and, and building that concrete block pit, how to source a hog, how to season it, how to start the fire, I mean, all the way down to how to chop the meat and season it. Wow. So it's a, not only is it a history lesson or a, a tale of a family steeped in barbecue tradition, but it's also a 25-page cookbook in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if all goes well, I mean, there's going to be Home Depots and Lowe's around the country that are going to be running out of concrete blocks. Yeah, right. Um, after after uh, this book goes on sale, that's, that's the hope anyway. I hope they're ready for it. But, um, you know, really... Uh, you know, I think what Aaron Franklin did with the uh, his barbecue book and getting people comfortable with the fact that if they really just studied that book and understood all those steps that they could pull off like a really good smoked brisket. And I think just looking through the book and seeing all these steps and, and putting it all in layman's terms that I think anybody can understand that it'll give people the confidence to know that, you know what, if I actually go through with this, like this book is going to be here to guide me. Daniel Vaughn joining me here on the show, tmbbq.com, his website. Uh, we're talking about the book that's going to be coming out May 7th, Whole Hog Barbecue, The Gospel of Carolina Barbecue, the recipes from Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue. Daniel, I don't I don't know Sam. Um, I think I've efforted him a couple different times at, at random to come on the show and, and kind of talk about it. But, you know, as you had mentioned, he's third generation. If I remember correctly uh, from an interview that I had seen, there was – uh, some type of discord between him and his father as far as how they wanted to, to continue to, to run the restaurant, and that's how he ends up branching out. He wanted to do something a little bit different or something outside of the norm of what had been happening for two generations before that. Is it still a, a cohesive unit, or, or was there some type of a division that really caused him to have to go out on his own? Yeah, it's definitely still a, a both or family run operations. I mean, when Sam goes off and he's cooking whole hog at an event somewhere, he's representing Sam Jones barbecue and skylight in, mm-hmm. uh, Sam goes into skylight. I mean, he was, they had a, he was there on site when they had a fire, uh, just a couple of months ago. Uh, he was there with the fire department on site to help put out that fire. So yeah, he's still very much involved. There, there was some, 
there was a bit of a rift uh, when he first opened Sam Jones Barbecue, but it, I think it had less to do with the fact that he was opening a second restaurant there than it did um, the fact that he was opening his restaurant on Sunday and that he was serving beer. Um, oh. His dad's a Baptist preacher, and his his dad it took his dad several months to even walk in the door of the place after it opened. Um, one of the great stories in the book, though, is that so this is a rural North Carolina, really, and um, so Sam Jones Barbecue, the restaurant, is open up an hour later than uh, Skylight Inn. Now Skylight Inn, if they just pull the hog off the pit and they're chopping it and they don't cook it all and they're closing up, well, they can uh, they have an agreement with the health department that they can they have an hour to serve that hog, mm-hmm. and that means that they can truck it up to Sam Jones Barbecue and serve that pig. And so the first time that his dad came in was after Skylight Inn closed. Uh, his dad comes in, sits down. And Sam says he walks over and he just knew something was going to be wrong. And his dad says, uh, yeah, son, great job. You know, this good, good barbecue. I mean, there's something a little different about it. I can't quite pick out. I don't know if it's the pits or the wood or, you know, just who's cooking it back there. It's, it's, it's good though. And he's like, Oh really? Something a little different about it, huh? Just not quite right. And, uh, he says he, uh, he says he couldn't have been happier to let his dad know that he was eating his own hog straight from Skylight <laughs> Inn. That uh, there wasn't anything different about that hog. There wasn't anything different about who cooked it or uh, or the seasoning or anything else. Uh, so yeah, he said he knew that he was going to have some doubters about whether he could pull off the same good style whole hog that they get at Skylight Inn over at Sam Jones Barbecue. He just didn't think it was his dad was one he was going to have to convince. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, from a time perspective, how long does this book take to go from start to being released here in about a week? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think we started working on a proposal for this book to send to publishers in 2017. Hmm. Uh, yeah, in early 2017. So that gives you some idea. And before then, before that, there was a year and a half or so just, just collecting interviews and stories and, um, but then, you know, once it gets going, schedule everything. We got Denny Colbert, who's a great photographer, got him out on site. And he was right there with us doing all these, a uh, bunch of this recipe testing. So he was there to uh, capture all that. And uh, Angie Mosier, uh, another good friend who was there to style the whole thing. So, like, everything, all the photos that you see in the book are really from a series of a couple of parties that we had. Uh, so that we had a good excuse to cook all this stuff up and serve it on a big old table. Uh, Daniel Vaughn joining me here on the show again. The book is called Whole Hog Barbecue, the Gospel of Carolina Barbecue with Recipes from Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue going to be released May 7th. So head on over to Amazon.com and pre-order and keep it at that number one status in the potato category at the bare minimum. Uh, The other thing I want to talk to you about tonight is the release, uh, this was like last week or the week before, of uh, what you call the the mid the midterm check in, so everybody knows the Texas Monthly top fifty barbecue joints in the state, and here you have a top twenty five new barbecue joints that was just recently released. Who is right. like? I mean, if you look at the list of one through twenty five, is one the best, and twenty five is is the twenty fifth best, or is this just a listing of twenty five of the best new ones out there in no particular order? 
It's really just a listing of the 25 best new ones. I think a lot of folks in the magazine, uh, online, it's a little hard to see as well. They're really listed alphabetically by city that they're in. Okay. So um, uh, Evan Leroy over at Leroy and Lewis in Austin is getting a lot of congratulations uh, for being number one on the list, but that's just because Austin is starts hey. with an A. <laughs> uh, but Leroy and Lewis does... Uh, does some fantastic barbecue they um i was actually just there a couple of days ago and got some of their beef cheeks he does smoked beef cheeks mm. uh throughout the week instead of cooking brisket brisket's really only a weekend thing uh, and he's got whole hog daily which is uh, a strange thing to see in texas but more and more places are doing it and they do it well at Leroy and lewis is that um is that something that you that the crowd is demanding i mean i think you you obviously think of texas and it's you know, beef and perhaps some ribs and sausage for sure. Uh, obviously, the beef ribs, but not necessarily you know pork per se. But is that something that the crowd is demanding, or are the pitmasters and the restaurant owners trying to, to force it down the the, uh, the tube, if you will? I really think it's a way for some of the pitmasters to separate themselves out. Like pulled pork here has been a thing for a while, but it's never, I think, crept up into really beloved status at most places. Uh, you know, a, a smoked pork shoulder is great and all, but um, it's in Texas anyway, it's never really going to compete with a sliced brisket. But there's a certain amount of, I guess, uh, panache that comes with being able to say you're cooking a whole hog. Um, it's going to have a a different texture. You're certainly going to have more fat coming in there as well. Uh, some of the places doing whole hog like bangers in Austin, uh, they're chopping the crispy skin into the meat as well. So mm. you get that sort of textural variation that you're never going to get with just cooking a, uh, you know, a skin off, uh, bone in pork butt. Would you say it's just as good as a, as a carrot, not anything in particular, but just a Carolina style hog? Uh, you know, I think it's going to take some more practice for that. Mm. I mean, I love the flavors that a lot of these folks are getting. Um, uh, but I mean, and, and not just because I wrote a book with Sam, but every time I go back to Aiden, go back to Winterville and sit down at either Sam Jones barbecue or skylight Inn, like just sitting down and getting one of those sandwiches, taking a bite and just reminded like how, how special it is, why it's worth traveling for to eat that meat, because it is so good. It is so much better than you're going to get pretty much anywhere else. Daniel, let me ask you uh, an odd question. Lockhart is, uh, was that proclamated as the, the barbecue capital of Texas? Yes. Uh, as far as the state legislature is yes. concerned, they have officially designated it the barbecue capital of Texas. Yes. Would you be uh, against some type of, like if I drafted a uh, house bill or something along these lines and said, okay, well, Lockhart's been great, but let's really go ahead and, and give it to Austin. I mean, if you look at where Austin is as it continues to grow out and the, the level of barbecue that is there. I mean, shouldn't that really be the barbecue capital of Texas, Austin? Well, then you're going to have a lot of folks from Houston who are, uh, who have got a good argument. Now Houston, they've got, uh, they have a whole lot of more area to deal with. Uh, they, they certainly are happy to be inclusive of all the surrounding towns that have good barbecue joints around Houston. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, but first, really, before Texas is going to spend uh, any energy uh, designating any other city as a barbecue capital or co-capital or whatever, the fact that brisket itself or barbecue itself isn't recognized uh, as a state food or state dish or anything like that, really, we've got chili. Really? Uh, and I can tell you that I, chili is the state food of Texas. Hmm. It is the state dish. 
And I can tell you, there's a whole lot more people that identify Texas with, with tacos and a whole lot more people that identify it with barbecue than they do with chili. Uh, so that's something that we need to work on, I think, before we start worrying about who's the barbecue capital. Are you a chili fan or are you on the schneid with chili? No, I, I love chili. It's just fine. But uh, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't have a whole, I don't see a whole lot of requests for people who are headed to Texas and they got to know where to get that great bowl of chili. Are you going to be making any appearances coming up? Are you doing a, like a book tour or anything? Uh, there is a book tour. I'm not going to be at all those locations, but we have, uh, uh, so on the release date, so next Tuesday, we've got a big shindig planned at Sam Jones Barbecue in Winterville, so I'm flying in for that. Uh, looking forward to getting back over there and uh, just seeing all the folks that we worked with to get the book together. Um, uh, but I'll be staying at uh, Samuel Jones. I'll be, I won't be staying at Sam's house because uh, it was actually his business partner, Michael Letchworth, who reached out to me. He's like, hey, by the way, we're planning this event on the 7th. Uh, you want to stay at my place? <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. My my co-author here uh, wasn't the first to extend the invitation. Um, but hopefully he's listening in here, or he, he at least gets pointed to this in some way. Uh, and then in June 8th, uh, we'll be down in Austin uh, at the Yeti headquarters and mm. c- cooking a whole hog there as well. So there's quite a few more that he's got planned. He's always he's really always on the road uh, at different events. And I know he'll be at the um, Windy City Smokeout in Chicago. Nice. Uh, they've got a big barbecue event planned out in Hawaii. Oh. Um, I, heck, next two weeks from now, there's a big barbecue event in los angeles with adam perry lang nice some other folks too so yeah he'll he'll be getting around the whole country that's for sure all right i'm going to ask you a completely uh left field question but you mentioned adam perry lang whatever happened with that whole story with jimmy kimmel and the and the oh you mean bombs and guns and and all that showing up yes yeah the the police department came out and said um all charges dropped it was it was a swatting incident it was uh somebody had called in a um uh somebody had called in an incident a shooting at the home right and had acted as if they were calling from inside the home uh adam perry lang was the only one in the house he was had his phone turned off and was like just dead asleep and they were banging on the door he came out all groggy like what's going on and they arrested him because they they had been told that somebody had <laughs> shot someone inside the house. Yeah, and yeah, it was just a complete fabrication, and hmm. um, yeah, it's it's all behind him now. He's actually opened up a uh, he's got the steakhouse APL yep. in Los Angeles, and he's also opened up uh, a barbecue joint as well. Like he's serving barbecue out of the uh, out of the side of the place, yeah. and he's doing. He's doing everything. He's doing brisket and pork shoulder and um, I think some smoked New York strips as well. So, yeah, I'm anxious to get out there and try it. Yeah, I'm trying to get him back on the show so we can kind of rehash all that stuff and then catch up since the last time. In the meantime, we're talking with Daniel Vaughn. He is the uh, barbecue editor for Texas Monthly, tmbbq.com, his website. Don't forget about the new book that will be releasing May 7th, Whole Hog Barbecue, the Gospel of Carolina Barbecue with recipes from Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue. Daniel, always appreciate the time and the conversation, my man. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's great talking with you. Maybe uh, maybe next time we can do it over some certified Angus beef down in Worcester. All right. I won't hold my breath as you won't, but we'll see what happens. You never know. There he is, Daniel Vaughn. 
This guy, man, he 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 is a uh, a pot stirrer of the first brigade. All right, a little late, but that's all right. Good stuff. Sidetracked with the Adam Perry Lane, but I kind of lost. Tra- I mean, I didn't lose track of it. But... Let me make sure I stop that. I, I had covered it for a couple weeks in a row, but never ended up hearing it. And I would Google whatever happened to Adam. Now we know. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the number one online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself from the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers. Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. They have these great seasonings and rubs. Flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Happy Ending, Little Louie's Seasoned Salt. The list goes on and on. 13, in fact. Perfectly balanced flavors that transform ordinary meals into extraordinary. They also have a unique partnership with Steph Franklin and the gang over there at Simply Marvelous Barbecue. Put those two rubs together. Now you're running the West Coast offense. Big Papa Smokers also. And recently, they've been running 50% off of this. Granny's Barbecue Sauce. Looking for that new go-to barbecue sauce that will please everybody? Granny's traditional yet powerful flavor reminds us why we fell in love with barbecue in the first place. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they are retailing the best grills and smokers out there right now. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Grill. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, and they even offer special packages. If you're not a fan of pellet cookers, no big deal. Take a look at the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're a backyard barbecue enthusiast like me, looking for a durable and versatile grill that's easy to use, that will last forever, the M Grill from Texas might be just what you need. They're built like tanks. If you're not sure of what grill you need, well, you really can't go wrong with any of the items featured at BigPapaSmokers.com. they got something for every kind of backyard cook and budget. Have any questions? Give them a call. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. And let them know the Barbecue Central Show sent you. You can also visit their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. All right, let's wrap up the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Richards, Columbus, Ohio. You're listening to Barbecue Central. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. And thanks again to Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly, tmbbq.com. His website, don't forget to check out the new book. Uh, I am going to try my darndest to remember to put a link into the show notes on that. Sam Jones and Daniel Vaughn team up and pen a book about whole hog. Tell the story of the Skylight Inn and Sam Jones Barbecue, how that happens. And in the middle of the book, 25 pages of how to cook a whole hog from start to finish. Great. Also, Max Good. 
before Daniel Vaughn, AmazingRibs.com, talking about their best new products of 2019. We point to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 